Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Hello, friend. Angie Austin here. Thanks so much for choosing us. Therapist Lisa with us as well. We'll have Dr. Joe in the second segment and plenty of good news in between. Uh, all right, Therapist Lisa, Lisa Dunning. Um, two things I want to talk about. Yes. You know, post-Thanksgiving and all the family stuff, you know, getting together. And uh, what my friend, who is a very conservative talk show host, Joe Messina, what he says we as conservatives have to do, we have to get vocal, which I'm like, really? Wow. I just, you know, my mother-in-law just said, like, I love you for like, you know, probably the third time in 12 years, you know, like, do I need to talk about politics with her? Right. And then secondly, have you ever done one of those sleep studies? You I know, haven't. Okay, no. so you don't have to go to a place anymore. They actually give it to you. Okay. And so I put it on my head. My husband actually took a picture. I'll show you. So envision me oh, with so this big headgear on. And then um, along with the headgear, I have things up my nose and tubes around my head. And um, he said I looked actually like something out of Star Wars. <laughs> so um, you wear it, and then it actually talks to you. It says, here's what he called it, Mission to Mars. Oh, that's oh. That's funny. Wow, it's pretty, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm wearing that, and the kids are all freaked out because they think I'm dying, right? right? And I'm like, no, I'm not dying. I'm just doing a sleep study. So with that said, my mom um, opened the microwave and closed it twice. So that woke me up because, I don't know, I mean, we have a pretty big house, but right. for some reason, and her voice is really loud, so she woke me up again. Then she turned the TV up really loud because I go to bed at 8.30, and by 10.30, I'd, like, had it. Then she was doing laundry at 10.30. Wow. And so um, this morning, I'm like, Mom, I'm doing a sleep study. Like, you woke me up at least four times last night. And the kids woke me up. So I'm like, well, this was useless, right? right? But maybe that is an accurate sleep study. But here's the thing that freaked me out. I am in a dead sleep. And keep in mind, I get up at 345. So I need every second I can get. And all of a sudden, loudly on my head, I hear someone say, put the electrodes on your forehead. Put the electrodes on your forehead. I think someone's broken into my bedroom. I am freaking out. My heart is racing. It is the stupid thing on my head. Oh, my. That's funny, actually. It actually (laughs) alarms, wakes you up, and tells you to put the electrodes on your forehead. I I was terrified. I don't blame you. Really? And I'm supposed to go back to sleep now? Did you? Because I don't think I could have. It was. It took a while. My heart was racing. I don't blame you. It's, it's a voice on your head, and it's loud. Freaky. Anyway, that was very freaky. So why so. are you doing it, though? I'm just curious. Um, so I'm tired a lot, oh, okay. and I feel real exhausted a lot. I want to make sure you're getting into like, a deep... Well, that's because you go to bed at 345, and you have three kids and two radio shows, and right. a husband with the startup, and your kids are in four sports. And your mom's doing the microwave in and the middle of the night. And my mom's doing laundry at 1030 <laughs> right. at night. She's like, well, like, Riley brought me his laundry. I'm like, that's... <laughs> doesn't mean you have to do it that like that, right then and there it's funny oh gosh the joys of living with your mom okay so let's go to in-laws we had the most amazing vacation at ymca the rock 
cookies, and my in-laws brought every single thing to make Thanksgiving dinner. I made nothing. All I did is comb nice. my hair on Thanksgiving. So um, when they left, my, my mother-in-law said, love you, and gave me a hug. And, you know, that's not right? like her normally. So I think after 12 years, she she likes me. Oh, I think she more yeah. than likes you. Yeah, I think she does. I think she's seen how hard I've worked while my husband's doing his startup, and she sees other people that were friends with and or family members who – could be working and have degrees and aren't helping out. Mm-hmm. So she sees me like really helping out. But I told my husband, don't don't get too used to it because I'm going to go into an early retirement because I have worked extra jobs all these years. You deserve it. Yeah, early I retirement. Think, I Some think. of my relatives have retired like 15 years early. So that's why not? I, yeah, I'm like, I, I have my eye on the prize. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so with that said, yes. my conservative talk show host, again, therapist Lisa, <laughs> here she is with advice. And well, she's a therapist because she's had to heal her own family. Um, and and so I, you have been very honest that in terms of your family and politics, that one of your um, brothers unfriended your brother, your son. Correct. So your brother unfriended your son and blocked him on his phone. And then his cousin blocked him on the phone, the daughter of Correct. that brother. And um, you weren't going to be having Thanksgiving together, so you were kind of relieved. Um, and this conservative talk show host of mine, friend of mine, said, Angie, as conservatives, we need to get vocal. We need to stop staying quiet. We need to stand up for what we believe in. We need to get out there. And I'm like, well, I do that on the radio, but do I need to do it at the Thanksgiving table? Or did I need, do I need to do it at Christmas? Because we've mended fences. My family's really important to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't really see it ending well. So I don't, that's what I told him. I said, I don't really feel called to do that at the dinner table. No, I say don't. You know, there's been a lot that has happened, right? And I think what happens is when one side, and I always say this, hits below the belt, which means they start attacking your character, it becomes irrational. And I always tell my clients how you cannot have a rational conversation with someone who is irrational. They're just not going to hear you. So you might, as a conservative, I'm just saying this, like bring up great points. But if someone is so heated and so almost, it's sad, but out of touch and really attacking you individually, there's nothing you can say that's going to change that person's mind. So the best thing to do is take care of yourself. I'm not saying take it, but I don't think lashing back is the right answer. I think, you know, two wrongs, you know, that old thing, two wrongs don't make it right. I really think take the high road, honestly, and just know, okay, this is how that person feels, or this is how the emotional this person is. That's not my views, and I'm not going to stoop down to their level and start attacking them or even attacking with issues because they're not going to hear you. That's my feeling. Uh, I definitely know that there wouldn't be any audible, like they wouldn't hear me. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be audible, but they would not hear me. Well, when yelling starts, listening stops. So when we start yelling at each other, no one's hearing. And it's just going to heat up everybody. So you know what? The best thing is it's like just walk away. And I think that's being in control. I don't think lashing out is being in control well he's saying just you know be um outspoken about what we believe in and this that and the other and that too many people trump supporters or i shouldn't say trump supporters people who were going to vote for trump who are conservatives weren't outspoken and i think Uh a lot of people weren't outspoken because they couldn't defend some of his behavior and it made them uncomfortable to try to defend it because they couldn't defend it you know what i think is more important than speak what you believe in live what you believe in i agree yeah no Okay, so with that said, how did it go with your um, 
brother that unfriended your uh, yeah. your son. Well, we're still unfriended, and it got worse. Got worse so, after the election. So it, no, it, you would think that it would stop, right? It's like get over it. Over here's a therapist saying, "Come on, move forward, get over it, live your life, make a difference in a positive way." My brother is very angry, you know, and I really didn't realize how angry he really was or is. And he said some damaging, attacking words. And so so I do want to say to people out there that words can't be taken back too lightly. It's the you know? toothpaste experiment with what? kids. You squeeze the toothpaste out and you yes. tell your kids, try to get the toothpaste back in the tube. You can't. Those are like there words. You Once you throw them out there, you can apologize, but they've been thrown out there. They can't be taken back. You're right. And so now I thought of you, ironically, on Thanksgiving, Angie, because his words were so hurtful. So now I have to start working on forgiveness. You know, and oh, that's, that's he, a, see, the therapist. Now, did he say the words to, to you or to a relative or so in a text or he, Facebook? It was through a text. He texted, uh, it's going to get confusing, but he texted my, another brother. And talked about you, but said yes. he could forward it. And wanted him to, to forward, forward it. To you, exact words. Right. What he and said. it was a very attacking, not to get specific, but attacking to myself and my kids and my husband so it was like all of us all of us were you know right, attacked. the whole family yeah. right and as my he attacked my parenting too so um which is kind of ironic well, will your parents like insist this be mended so that was kind of interesting um i shared it with my parents and they had a an interesting so that's the other thing you might not get everybody to agree with you and not that they disagreed but I think as parents they're in a different difficult situation because it's right. both their of their kids, kids right and their grandkids are feuding right so I Over think politics. they wanted to stay kind of neutral oh so um so more explaining why he wrote what he wrote okay you know and and that kind of thing and not defending him but not wanting to get into the middle of it but interesting and so here's the other thing about forgiveness i i haven't gone there yet <laughs> i yes, think it's yes. too new but part of forgiveness is also doesn't mean i have to have a relationship with him i could let go now, of the have anger. you had a relationship with him all your life You're yes in your 40s. We're very close oh. <laughs> he's my baby brother so i'm five years older than him yeah so he was like my, my baby yeah um and we were that's what even hurts really even close. more yeah because so, you were 10 he was five exactly you always he always looked up to you right he was my baby so um brother but so that that hurts even more because he knows me so as well. a person yes. you know and that's probably why he used a lot of the words that he used because Knowing. he knew he knew what would get me right attack my parenting. my kids my parenting everybody yeah so it's going to take time um i think i need to see something from him i haven't i i text him more like wow i have no words just wow and i haven't gotten a response from him back yet so that speaks volumes as well so i think as a therapist for me um it's just it is working on forgiveness i can't say i i'm never going to have a relationship with him but definitely i need to do some healing before i could allow him back into my life which is kind of sad you know i wonder why um and, and then we'll get off this whole topic of politics and arguments with family members. But I wonder why there's an assumption that if you're conservative and if you voted for Trump, that you are against all immigration, which many of us aren't against mm -hmm. all immigration, just illegal, um, and that you're racist 
and then all the other words they've been throwing out there with cyst at the end. Right. You know, you that, know uh, this is not the yeah. first time I've heard arguments like this. I've yeah. been in several arguments like this with some of my uh, left-leaning friends. Yes. And I think that there's a huge irony in it that some that seems to be going over everyone's head that everyone on the left keeps saying that we're so that everyone on the right is so racist and judgmental and and that you are unaccepting of other people's right, beliefs, beliefs and cultures. Right. But as soon as you say anything to them that they disagree with, suddenly you're evil, xenophobic, bigot, jerk. And I think that the irony in that is just so astounding. Like, I don't understand why more people aren't seeing it. Right, that they're becoming that. But you know what? I they're they're be, they're they're becoming what it they're right. Accusing us right. of being it's the same thing with oh accept the election and now they're right. not accepting the election yeah. and if you don't accept it that you're you're, you're not a, you're American or yeah, whatever you're yeah, right yeah but you know why I really think this became like this the whole election from the media against Trump was he's racist he's misogynist he's this he's that so they presented that right. to all these people out yes. there you know and so now that he won it's like well think about it if he won then the people who voted for him must yeah, be must all agree this with everything exactly. he said and that's exactly. not the case not that at we all agreed with everything he said no Whew. All right, let's talk. Okay. Speaking of Thanksgiving, I wanted to share one little sweet Thanksgiving story. So this little boy, he called 911 to um, say, please come to my house for Thanksgiving. It's a phone call Walton County Dispatch didn't expect to get on Thanksgiving. Walton County 911, we'll see that. This is the emergency. The call only lasting a few seconds. Um, you come over because we are... The reason? Because I wanted them to eat. I kind of told him, like, you can't do this. We only do that for emergencies only. Minutes later, deputies Damon Bird and Aaron Etheridge showed up to the house. He thought he was in trouble. He was bawling his eyes out. The cop had to kind of calm him down. So did I. And he explained to him that they were very proud of him, that they liked it because they weren't able to be at home with their family. And to know someone that young was still thinking about them, it made a really good touch on them. Deputies snapped these pictures. Billy Smiles says it all. The Walton County Sheriff's Office sharing the moment on their Facebook page. The post going viral with more than 2,000 likes, more than 650 shares, and 100 comments. Folks praising Billy for his kind gesture. Being a mom of two boys, it's sometimes you think that you're not doing things right, but seeing all the comments, the positive feedback, it, I've done something right because he cares for people like he does. Now with the junior badge on his chest, Billy has future goals. What do you want to be when you grow up? Cop. Why is that? Because I want to save other boys and girls to end my mom. And the lesson he wants other boys and girls to learn. Don't call them unless you're hurt. Ah, heard his lesson. Isn't that cute? That is cute. I was wondering if he was going to get in trouble, but that is what a big heart. See, we talk yeah. about all the hate out there. Um, yeah, will you come to my Thanksgiving? That is sweet. All right, and the other thing I thought was interesting is she said she's raising these two boys, and she wonders if what she is teaching them is sticking, and mm. that reminds me of the next story. So this little girl, she's nine, and down the street she loves the donut man. I mean, what kid doesn't love the donut man? That's what they call him. And she found out that um, someone had gone into a store and uh, took his tips from the tip jar. And so without telling her mom, 
she felt sad for the donut man, and so she got her tooth fairy money. So I'm probably giving a little bit too much away, but it's just a super sweet story. But I love what the mom says, too, that you hope you're teaching your kids to do the right thing, and she didn't tell her mom what she was going to do. Andy Chong is the owner of Daylight Donuts in Alvin. He's also known as Donut Man to nine-year-old Chloe Gallegos. She such an amazing kid. Andy posted this security video on Facebook last week, which appears to show a woman stealing money from his tip jar. The next day, the tip jar once again caught his attention, this time for a good reason. Chloe had written him a letter. Because I felt really bad for him for getting his money stolen. We took my two fairy money and we put it on in there and then we folded it. And then we put it in the, whenever no one was looking, we put it in the tip jar. Her mom, Roxanne, didn't even find out until two days later. I mean, we try to teach her right from wrong and, you know, I'm just glad that it's sticking. I mean, she took it upon herself to, you know, try to make somebody else's wrong right. Chloe's good deed comes with sweet rewards. I will uh, don't charge no money. She got anything free from us as long as they own the business. Chloe may be taking more than a few trips to see her favorite donut man in the coming weeks. He, she gets free donuts now. That's neat. You know what? Not the free donut. I mean, that's good too, but just that big heart to think about doing something like that, you know? Uh, and it, the mom was got that positive feedback. Yes. She's teaching her daughter and it's sticking. I mean, I think for all parents, right, we want to see that. We, we give them, we teach them right from wrong, values, morals, all that. And, and we don't always have the opportunity to see, is it working, you know, when we're not there. So this mom, she got that privilege to see that. That's pretty neat. Have you ever seen in your kids anything that, like, they've done that you've um, said, wow, that, you know, that my good parenting that your brother doesn't think Right, no, yeah. I don't have yeah. good parenting. Yeah, your good parenting um, skills. And he wrote a parenting book, oddly enough. I know. Yeah. So we won't say it. Maybe you can retitle it, yeah. Horrible Parenting by Lisa Dunning. People who should not be parents. <laughs> by Lisa Dunning. <laughs> by Lisa Dunning. No, I, I have to say, I mean, I'll brag, but all my kids um, definitely do things. You know, my I, I always tell the story where my older son, when he was in first grade, uh, he was with another kid and they were pushing each other long story short the teacher didn't see my son pushing they he saw the other kid or she saw the other kid so the other kid got in trouble well, my son came home and was very upset because felt bad for the other kid but he didn't get in trouble so he worked it out and this is again in first grade and he came to the conclusion that you know what I'm going to go and tell the teacher that I was also wrong and I said well what do you think's going to happen then he's like oh I know I'm not going to get recess and for a first grader that's huge right yeah. but he says but I have to do that, that is and huge. he did you know and and sadly, I don't think I would have done that, but being a New York kid. But so that was pretty amazing that he had that insight, one, that conscience, you know, that, wow, someone got in trouble. I didn't. Instead of feeling like, oh, I got away with something, he actually owned up to it and spoke to the teacher. And, and she did give him the, the no time out, but would praise him. And I think that was pretty huge, you know. I would say Pastor Moreland calls things teachable moments, right? And so the teachable moments are that, that you know, moment in time where you could do the wrong thing and no one would know, but mm -hmm. your kid's watching, you know? Definitely. And I always say character is what you do when no one's watching. 
And uh, he says, so if they undercharge you for something at the checkout or um, they actually put, you know, next or something or other and, you know, or give you the wrong check at mm -hmm. a restaurant that's lower or whatever it may be, that those are teachable moments that you can show your kids how to do the right thing by you doing the right that's thing. That makes sense. It's like when you're a smoker and you're like, ah, I never right. smoke. It's terrible for you. I just never want to see you guys smoking. <laughs> I never should have started. Like, that's right. just not going to fly, right. you know. Do as I say, not as I do. We don't want that. Yeah, right? exactly. So, no. All right, Therapist Lisa, people would like to get therapy. You love working with teenagers. I do. How do people reach you? Lifesupportinstitute.com. Lifesupportinstitute.com. All right, we'll be right back with the good news. So Dr. Joe joining us as well for segment two. Good news of Jesus for you in high definition radio and streaming at 670kltt.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. For over 120 years, the Denver Rescue Mission has been providing services to those in need and the homeless in the metro area. It is the oldest full-service Christian charity in the Rocky Mountain region. Since its conception in 1892, it has expanded to helping the homeless and hungry to provide services for men and single mothers, offering programs such as rehabilitation for those suffering from addiction and abuse, education and career centers, family services, and life restoration. The Denver Rescue Mission is always in need of your assistance. You can help this growing organization by donating clothing, food, furniture, and more at any of the drop-off locations. For more information on their services, ways you can help, and to donate online, go to DenverRescueMission.org. DenverRescueMission.org. Changing lives in the name of Christ. Hey, it's Angie Austin. Do you want to lose weight, have more energy, sleep better, just feel better, live longer, not get sick? Yeah, me too. So a little over a year ago, my family started working with Dr. Joe, and he has helped us so much, especially with my mom. She's now walking again. Uh, she uses a cane, but she wears a pedometer as well, Dr. Joe. And every Saturday, you offer for all of us. We can come to your office, have a free workout, or just watch the workout and come and ask you questions and meet you. It costs them nothing, no obligation. I just want people to get to know you and your passion for health. Science says the key to sleeping better the key to depression, the key to losing weight and balancing hormones is exercise. But not a lot of it, just 6 to 12 minutes a day. And so whether I'm working with Olympic athletes or professional athletes or mommies and daddies, people in their 50s, 60s, even 70s, on these workouts on Saturday at 8.30, man, we have a great time. And it literally is a 12-minute workout. It's all it is. And it's easy stuff to do. You work at your own pace and you get amazing results. Yes, yeah, so come to North Glen. Saturdays, it's free. How do they reach you, Dr. Joe? Call my cell phone, 303-349-6011. Again, 303-349-601. Is your marriage going badly? Has addiction or sin put a wedge between you and your spouse? We can help. Our book, Caught, tells the story of how God redeemed our marriage and gives 10 holy habits that will cause your marriage to be strong. Good marriages don't just happen. We can help. Go to caughtinhisarms.com for more information and to order your copy of Caught. That's caughtinhisarms.com. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, welcome back. Dr. Joe Arbe joining us, the therapist Lisa as well, here on the good news. All right, so here's what we've got, a couple of good news stories. One has to do with a, <clears throat> a man's journey to uh, help a stranger walk again, which is just a mind-blowing story. And then, you know, a therapist Lisa, you grew up Jewish 
you guys celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. Your husband was not Jewish, and so you kind of molded the families and the Christian faith and what you have, you know, grown up with also right. part of your family traditions. So you're familiar with the bar mitzvah, of course. Yes. And so my nephew had a bar mitzvah. My nephew was Jewish, too. And uh, I was shocked at how much money he, like, he bought a car. That's awesome. I, I need mean, to invite those people to my right, kids. <laughs> right, right. So I was like kind of stunned when I said to my sister-in-law, well, how is he buying a car with his own money? She said, oh, from the bar mitzvah money. That's amazing. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I had no clue. So here's a young man. So you get that much for the bar mitzvah. This is a bad joke. How much do you get for the circumcision? That's what I want to know. Oh, <laughs> no. We won't go there. No. <laughs> sorry. Whoa. Sorry. Okay. You should at least Nothing. get twice as much, shouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Really, you should get a bonus. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about um, what this young guy decided to do with his money because he collected 25000 so I don't know. Oh, Dave's giving Dr. Joe the thumbs up for a joke. Uh -huh. I'm just saying. Okay, just saying. okay. okay. All right, just settle saying. down. Settle down, guys. All right, so um, he collected about twenty five grand, That's amazing. and so he didn't keep it for himself, which, come on, a kid, come on. They want to buy stuff. Right? right, Legos and you know shoes, cell phones, yeah, cell, cell phones, phones. yeah, right, Clothes. right. All right, so let's take a listen to his story. I've always had a love for sneakers. It's no surprise that for his bar mitzvah, Drew Frank wanted lots of sneakers, but it's what he did with those sneakers that's proving he's no ordinary 13-year-old. I got donations from my bar mitzvah to pay for all of these. The smiles on their faces were amazing when I gave it to them. Breaking in over $25,000 in cash donations, Drew gave it all to the Braden Abood Foundation. He says it was enough for 800 pairs of sneakers and more than 400 pairs of socks for students in need at local elementary schools. It is an amazing feeling to give back to them. The Brighton Boot Foundation is volunteering it, orchestrating it, organizing it, but it's all his donations. And while Drew didn't keep his gifts, he still enjoyed an amazing party. Welcome to my man Drew's Mitzvah celebration. The whole thing was a Jordan lover's dream, complete with sneaker centerpieces, huge Nike ice sculptures, and even an edible high top cake. My friends are very supportive of this, and they all came and they all helped me out. Come wow. on. He's talking about how great he felt. I think I'm going to cry. That like, is I mean, awesome. he, get, he got 800 kids' shoes. Yeah. That is awesome. That's a special kid. I and don't he know. had many. ice sculpture shoes. I know. That's cute. <laughs> Yeah. Centerpiece shoes. I should listen to this. Have my son, who so I have one more who will do that, become a bar mitzvah. So I should have him listen. We'll see if he right will do something. Donate? No, he well, won't. And he got people to even um, donate like actual shoes besides the money. That's besides awesome. The 25 grand. What that's, a big heart. That's a lot of um, you know uh, you know shoes. I think it's called Gotta Have Soul. Hmm. And um, yeah, Gotta Have Soul Foundation. So I interviewed this young man. He, uh, this is a different guy. And uh, he's now in college. And when he was 13, um, he also, I think he even started it when he was younger, he decided, he went to a homeless shelter, and he, his heart was just broken. Yeah. And he said, why do they have to have used shoes, Mom? Why can't they have new shoes? Why right. They want new shoes, wow. too. They just don't want old shoes. His foundation does so much now, and it's called Gotta Have Soul Foundation. And they have a warehouse now, 
And uh, they help so many people with this uh, foundation. Awesome. And again, he started it as a kid. And uh, and also he gave his bar mitzvah money, but I think he may have even started it as a younger kid. That's great. I know, isn't that wild? God to have soul. Mm-mm-mm. Love it. And it's been going for years now. All right. I have another good news story that um, I will just, I think, blow your mind. I think Dr. Joe, he really likes the inspirational stories, you know, about the power of your mind and positive attitude and how that can increase your health. So this guy felt a calling from God to help a stranger. And he's, so he resisted it. He's like, really, God? You know, he felt like really p- propelled to go help someone in a big way. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, nah, I'll just, we'll just wait and see if that's still, I had that feeling in a few months. I'll just ignore it for now. Mm-hmm. Well, finally, he, 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 fell, he, he, fell, he fell for it. Mm-hmm. And he uh, realized that he had to follow God's lead. By any logical standard, last spring, 28-year-old Eugene Yoon made the craziest decision of his life. I remember kind of just like looking up at the sky and being like, God, are you sure about this? Because I'm pretty happy right now. Did it feel like that, like a calling? It felt like a calling, but I tried to reject it for about two months because it was just too outlandish. What Eugene felt called to do was one really big random act of kindness. He didn't know who he was supposed to help or how. All he knew was that he had to help someone and it had to be life altering. And that's when a video came across his Facebook page. It was a video of a guy he never met named Arthur Renowitzki, a paraplegic in a t-shirt with bold letters of bold defiance. After being mugged, shot, and paralyzed eight years ago, Arthur vowed that he would walk again someday. And when Eugene heard about that, he called Arthur immediately. He wasn't going to give up until I was walking again. To walk again. To walk again. Okay, so he's not going to give up until he walks in. He's a paraplegic. He was shot eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, how is he going to get him walking? Like, okay, not only is it a stranger, mm-hmm. but he's trying to do something that most people would see eh, might be impossible, right? I couldn't do it. You listen, I don't know. The, the, that argument for two months, no, God. Yes, no. Yeah. That's painful. You finally go, Yes, okay, finally, whatever, I'll do it. Leave me alone. So when he finally finds out what it is, you're like, I'm just, you know, hey, God's got me this far. So it's, it's like, well, why not be the impossible? So it's like, it's, it's that simple obedience and, and not ask so many questions and not try to get all the details together. So it, it's just kind of like, you know, whether God says, no, go build an ark. Well, why? Well, I'll tell you later. Just go, you know. It's it's I've been through that 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 pain of wrestling and, and telling God try, trying to trying to talk God out of it <laughs> he just laughs he just laughs so I think this is an amazing story already because that's that's how God is he just well, and what he does to raise the money that he needs to help this dream come true to help this stranger walk um, he, he I mean it's not yeah. it's not some small feat I mean he takes on something enormous to raise the money that physically is going to tax him but also yeah. change his lifestyle for a while as well and that's the good Samaritan yeah. change yeah. his lifestyle here's part two he learned about this exoskeleton device that can help some people walk again unfortunately it costs about eighty thousand dollars so to pay for it Eugene quit his job at a research company in Northern California to hike Here we go. from the California-Mexico border to Canada. Here we going. Along the way, he posted videos of the adventure and asked people to Behind donate me. on social media until okay. round about mid-Washington state. We did it! When Eugene learned we did it! 
that he had reached his fundraising goal. You're gonna walk! And yes. again, all this Woo! to help a total stranger. Yes! To quit his job, to go into debt from doing this, to help me get back on my feet. You don't meet people like that every day. Eugene Yoon felt called to make a difference in someone's life. But when he heeded that call, he had no idea what a difference he'd make. Until proof rounded the corner. This is the first time Eugene got to see Arthur walk. Oh my God. I'm so happy for you. Thank you, brother. I call him my brother now. We are brothers. I'm just very thankful to have a friend like him. Wow. Are you kidding me? I mean, come on. That's like a movie. That's, yeah. that's amazing. You know, I do want to say, I, I tell a lot of my, my clients this, when something seems so overwhelming or so unobtainable, I think it's ironically, I'm gonna, the words I'm going to use, but it's, it's do one step at a time. And I think when you start with the, just that first step, then it, the trickle effect. So that's great that he could have been overwhelmed, you know, no way I could one, get the money to help him walk. But the fact that maybe, you know, he just took it, broke it up into pieces. This is what I can do. I can quit my job. We can go, you know, I could do fundraising, whatever it was. He got it to, you know, to spiral into a place where, hey, I could make it obtainable. So it's just one step. I like that Dr. he said, I like that he said, help. he's going to help me get back on my feet, both literally and figuratively. Yeah. And then yeah. one step at a time, both literally and figuratively, right. right? Well, Dr. Joe, I think, is a great example of, you know, he does so much positive, like if putting into his brain, you know, very positive stuff. Like he listens to positive things. He reads positive things. He talks about positive things. And he said to me once, um, more than once, try being a chiropractor. Mm -hmm. And you face a lot of people mm -hmm. doubting what you can do, you know, with uh, the way you eat and the way that he takes care of their spine and their nervous system. And he said, so that's part of the reason. But I just think you're naturally really... Um, upbeat and really believe everything's possible that's why i thought that story would be good for you <laughs> don't you uh, yeah yeah but you weren't there 25 30 years ago when i'd have these wrestling matches with god and would come out limping literally limping to the point now 25 30 years later i'm like it's all yours god it's my house it's not my house not my car it's not my business, not my, not my children, not my money. So now it's like, what do you want? You know, to surprise me. You know, I want today to be exactly the way you want it. Don't let me get in the way of it. So if I need yeah. to bless somebody, I bless somebody. Do I need to give somebody something? I just, it just, it, you, you, it's a conditioned response because the pain of saying no to God, you, you think you're being smart, like a smart businessman. You think you're being rational. Well, God's like, really? You're, you're asking me for, to bless you you just thought it was going to be the way you wanted me to bless you, and yet I'm going to answer your prayers by, in this case, helping this guy walk, whatever it takes. And if, if you're willing to do whatever it takes to help this person, then God says, I will do whatever I, ha I can. He's got a whole lot more than I do to make your dreams, your promises, your blessings, your healing that you're praying for come through. So if you're a solution to someone's problems, then God can, you, can become a solution to your problems. So it's basically just where's your source? Do you do you really doubt that God can't, God can't give this guy eighty thousand yeah. dollars? You know, I mean, really. Now, like 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 therapist Lisa said, 
we we want to see all the steps in place and i highly doubt he had he didn't have a clue what he was doing and he thought it was completely silly doing all of this but but he knew in his heart it was the right thing and he took it one day at a time one step at a time and that's as soon as you say yes lord now what's the question that's a good place to be because then because you then become become very dangerous to the status quo you become a bigger blessing to people and whether it's buying somebody Starbucks when God says tell you to or or, or this case it's all that process it's all that mindset it's all how you view life to be a blessing to others because you can't outgive God there's just no way that happens that way so you try to be smart you try to think your way out of it you try to get you try to Facebook all your friends should I do this not do this and God's like um, what did I tell you to do and what are you, you you want me to do all this for you but yet you're not willing to do trust me trust me with this one thing because we want to have all the answers and I'm like and I all have, the control I have no clue I kind of talk like I just walk around like Mr. Bagoo now just whatever you say God okay fine how can I bless the most important person in front of me is the one in front of me now what about all of this and that in the economy and I'm like all right what's what's today look like that's a great it's very simple see it the person yeah. in front of me is the person Michelle Ron I, she reminds me of that too that she feels like she's not gonna after um after Columbine, right. because she lost a student. Well, uh, the student she taught was mm -hmm. one of the shooters. Uh, and then they had friends, and she was a teacher, and she had a heart attack that day. And, and when she survived, mm -hmm. she said, I'm never going to waste another minute, and every person I come into contact with, I'm going to use what God has given me to positively mm -hmm. to touch them, you yeah. know, in some way. And so yeah. whoever's in front of her, she super blesses them. I mean, them. it's a simple way. You can either walk around with your hands open, yeah. saying, okay, yeah, or... or, or or this is mine. Yeah. This I, is mine. Yeah. This is all mine, and you cut me off. Whatever it is, this is me. What about versus just walking around like, hey, it, it's whatever, you know. And it's not. It's not necessary. It's, it's intentional living. It's not sloppy living. It's not. It's. It's just okay. I'm here. If I'm here for a reason, then I'm here for a reason. And whatever I'm called upon to do and serve, I'll trust. God. Like a lot of people say, well, I don't want to go to church. I don't want to be a Christian because then I'll have to be a missionary in in Africa, and I don't want to do. That. So they put all these conditions out there. And we're like, right. wait a minute. I just want you to love your husband or love your wife. You know, forget forget going to Africa. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it's yeah, just you can be a missionary like right right in your neighborhood. Just be nice to your neighbor. It's yeah. like it's not, it has nothing to do with all these conditions or all these rules. Okay, guys, like oh okay, I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't have those rules when it came to dealing with you, Joe. Yeah, you know, I you know you want me to obey, jump through all these hoops, but I didn't ask you to jump through those same hoops. So just trust me today. Love it. And see how today goes. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that, Dr. Joe. Okay, so I think that it, in this case, it was many of us, I think, feel, well, somebody else will help him. Uh, I'm sure that he has insurance. There's, uh, the doctors must know better than I do. They'll find a way for him to walk again. I'm sure he has parents, um, you know, uh, maybe a nonprofit. Maybe I can get him in touch with a nonprofit mm -hmm. like someone else, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like... Um, there's a fine line when you're out and you see something about when you should step in and when you shouldn't. I'm always worried that, you know, I could get hurt, my kids could get hurt. So I'm a big fan of like calling 911 mm -hmm. rather than jumping in. But sometimes you have to jump in and you have to do the right thing, even when you are at risk. And I know it's a fine line, but this teenager stepped in to uh, help a little girl. And again, it was a stranger. And so take a listen. As Cameron Cook helped his little sister with some homework tonight, it was hard not to think about the little girl he protected from a pervert over the weekend. I seen the guy grabbing himself, and my mom goes, Cam, let's go, keep walking. I was like, no, something's going on. The 17-year-old was at the South Bay Target with his mom on Saturday when he noticed that man fixated on a young girl pushing a shopping cart. I was close enough where I could smell the liquor. 
coming from his mouth. It was it was horrible. But it got worse when the man thrust himself up against the somewhat startled youngster, prompting Cameron to step in. So I went up to him. I was like, excuse me, sir, do you know her? And the first thing he said was, I'm not a pervert. I'm not a pervert. I was like, I didn't ask you that, sir. And he was big. And Cameron had no fear at all. He just... He, was, he just stood firm on the fact that he knew that what this man was doing was wrong. Indeed, Cameron suggested the suspect leave the store, and he did, denying and cursing most of the way. The store manager would later call to say that store surveillance video had been turned over to police. I'm very proud of him, but it's totally within his character. He's, he is not afraid to do what's right. There was also heartfelt thanks from the young victim's mom, who was apparently in the bathroom at the time. I'm just happy that I was there to be able to protect her because, you know, you never know what could have went on. Police advise parents never to leave their small children alone in a store. Take them to the bathroom with you. Now, Heather Cook says the store manager tells her that surveillance video shows the suspect climbing into a waiting car. Wow. Hmm. So, I just, again, a kid felt that he had to do the right thing, and it was a big man, much bigger than he was, and I love that he has such great manners and that the mom says that's part of his character because earlier, Lisa, right. we were talking about how to teach your kids to do the right thing, and you wonder if it's going to stick. Dr. Joe, um, real quickly, how do people reach you, and do you have an event coming up? Yeah, December 17th, we've got how to make healthy desserts, healthy cookies oh. for the holiday season. Oh, I love that. How not to gain weight over the holidays, Ooh, but still eat better. dessert. How do they reach you? They can call They can call or text me at 303-349-6011, or find us at spinegeek.com. Excellent. We'll be right back with the good news. Hey, it's Angie Austin. I'm here with my friend Francis Owens with ARC. And Francis, you and I have been friends a long time, and you and I both wanted to do something with our lives, with our careers that made a difference. I love ARC. I've gotten to know so many of the differently abled ambassadors yep. through you. Yep. And it's shopping with a purpose. So when we shop there, the money actually goes to help the disabled community locally, and you need donations. We need donations all the time, and we are very, very happy to come pick them up. You can easily call 303 Jane, which is 303-238-5263. We would love to come pick up anything. All of our sales go to help people with disabilities around the state. We raise funds for advocacy. Love it. And you can also, of course, drop things off, but they'll come and pick things up for free. And again, all the money stays locally to help the disabled community. And I love to shop there because I find great deals. You can find out more info as well at arcthrift.org. Thank you. Perfect. Yay. Hey, it's Angie with the good news. You've heard me say time and time again, the YMCA of the Rockies is my absolute favorite place in the world to take my family. And we have Lisa Newjar here with the YMCA of the Rockies. And Lisa, you have some fall specials? We do. We have a bunch of events coming up. We have a couple of fall fest weekends at both centers where you can come up and just take part in special fall themed events. Excellent. Your website? YMCARockies.org. YMCARockies.org. Check it out. You won't regret it. For over 120 years, the Denver Rescue Mission has been providing services to those in need and the homeless in the metro area. It is the oldest full-service Christian charity in the Rocky Mountain region. Since its conception in 1892, it has expanded to helping the homeless and hungry to provide services for men and single mothers, offering programs such as rehabilitation for those suffering from addiction and abuse, education and career centers, family services, and life restoration. The Denver Rescue Mission is always in need of your assistance. 
You can help this growing organization by donating clothing, food, furniture, and more at any of the drop-off locations. For more information on their services, ways you can help, and to donate online, go to denverrescuemission.org. denverrescuemission.org. Changing lives in the name of Christ. When going to a chiropractor, you may be thinking that they won't be able to help you for the long term. However, Dr. Joe Arve at Maximize Living will change your mind. The moment you meet him, you will find that he is your best friend. He treats you like you are part of his family, and he truly cares about you and your health. He is very knowledgeable about long-term health and wellness. Through the use of spinal correction, he helps you discover what it takes to be a healthier you and will help you feel better even after your first adjustment. He will also share with you the essentials to healthy living so you can take your health back. No matter what stage of life you're in, he will help you develop a plan to achieve the goals you set. Get ready to make a positive change in your life. Give him a call at 303-457-8080, 303-457-8080 or spinegeek.com. Maximize living, adjustments for life. Hi, it's Angie with the good news. Well, I've got good news for you. You could get rid of your glasses for Christmas, for the holidays, for all those parties. I've done it myself recently, so let's get more info. Our guest today is Dr. Kathleen Clore, and she's here to give us the lowdown. Hi, doctor. Hi, how are you today, Angie? I am well. All right, Dr. Clore, so uh, give us the lowdown. Because I think a lot of people feel like, oh, well, I looked into other options years ago, and there wasn't an option for me. Well, things have changed. Things have changed greatly. The materials that we use now for our contact lenses, soft contact lenses in particular, have really improved. Technology has taken us great places. Multifocal contact lenses are now an option for you, and they weren't always an option in the past. So I encourage those who tried contact lenses in the past and may not have been successful to give this another try. They've improved greatly, and that's why I'm excited about partnering with Alcon in order to get the word out about multifocal contact lenses. All right, Dr. Clore, for people who aren't familiar, so multifocal, I might even be that person. So let's say we have difficulty seeing distances, but not close up. Do we use a multifocal? Then explain who would be a a candidate for these. You know, just about everyone over the age of 40 is a candidate (laughs) for a multifocal contact lens. We can correct the distance prescription that they may have. We can correct the intermediate for computer distance. And certainly they're designed specifically as well to clear up uh, our reading so that now we can read those menus in those dark restaurants and we can see our smartphones and laptops and other digital devices. And you can put your readers away. You can put your progressive edition lenses away and that some people wear in their glasses. You don't have to be totally reliant on glasses or readers anymore. Well, and you know, for many of us, we have put them away because there was the pair that fell in the lake this summer. I mean, the two pairs I've misplaced. So I did, I have a unique situation. And I think people may be interested to know with the advancements, I was actually going to have surgery, but my husband's had it twice and he's now in glasses again. So he's had surgery twice and he's in glasses. So I thought, you know what? I don't want surgery. So, you know, I have have one 30-day contact lens, and I wear it for 30 days, and I only have it in one eye. I mean, who would have thought that you'd just wear a contact lens in one eye? I didn't know I could do that. Absolutely. That's called monovision, and that's certainly an option as well. We have so many new options with the new materials that are out and the new 
technology, new designs. And so I really encourage folks to give it another try if they have, you know, if they've tried it in the past and it didn't work. But more importantly, we have more and more folks hitting the demographics of right. over 40. Now, and, okay. And could you explain? They don't want to wear readers, and I don't blame them. Right, and a lot and of people so, feel they make them look old, too. So I want to know, Dr. Make them look older. In fact, there was a study conducted by Jacksonville University in Florida and sponsored by Alcon. And that survey showed that one in four adults say readers can make someone look 10 years older, and nearly half of Americans would avoid reading glasses <laughs> if they knew <laughs> readers made them look older. That's funny. And so we have an answer for that. It's, it's a very exciting time. The lenses have improved greatly. The materials are much more comfortable now, and you can wear them all day long. They don't dry out as some of them did in the past. Mm -hmm. And with the advent of the Daily's Total One multifocal contact lens, a lens that I'm actually wearing right now, you can throw the lens away every day. Really? And that's the healthiest option that I can offer my patients is to give them a lens that actually they can throw away every day. So they're putting in a fresh, sterile lens every day. It's much healthier, the vision's better, and the comfort is great. Well, that's that's really cool. All right, one last question. Um, in terms of getting fit, is it important to get fit for your multifocal contact lens by your eye care professional? Do we need to come in and see you to do that? Absolutely. You need to see your eye care professional. They are very familiar with how to fit all types of multifocal lenses and the con lens and everybody is an individual so you the lens needs to be tailored to you and so it's important to see your eye care professional and ask them about multifocal soft contact lenses great are they right for me and then another great resource for your listeners would be to learn more about presbyopia and soft multifocal contact lenses would be to go to a particular website that alcon has designed it's loseyourreaders.com loseyourreaders.com and and they can learn more about what presbyopia is which is not being able to see very well after 40 and it also will tell them more about the design of the contact lenses Well, wonderful. Thank you so much, Doctor. I'm going to check out those uh, dailies. That sounds great. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.